Hi, this is Amida Switlow. I'm in Dar es Salaam after being in Rwanda, and it's wonderful to be sitting with uh, two lovely Canadians, Peter and Deborah. And where are you from? Uh, well, we're from Nova Scotia right now, is our what we consider home, although we did live in Montreal for many years. Okay. But, uh, and what's your last name? Uh, Martin. Martin. Yeah. And, um, you can, you've been in Tanzania since October, correct? Yes, we've been here for just a little over two months. And so, when you first, had you been to Africa before? Uh, we had been to Morocco and Egypt, uh -huh. uh, but just as tourists. Yeah, just for a holiday. And have you ever served over, uh, uh, in other places with QSO before? No, this is our first posting with QSO. What did you do before you you came to do this posting? Uh, I was a I was a high school teacher uh, for many for many years, um, and during sabbatical years uh, we taught in uh, Korea and China. Uh, but this is our first uh, posting with uh, QSO. And so. You were told you were going to go and live where? Um, where our, our home this year is in Kabaya in Kateto, which is, uh, for anyone who knows geography of Tanzania, it's uh, between Dodoma and Arusha. It's really in the middle of the country. It's a lovely place, but very far from many major centers. So we're, you're near in the savannah? Uh, Just at the southern end, of the southern tip of the savannah. We're, we're uh, on the Maasai Steppe, and we're two and a half hours by bus from the nearest pavement. Oh, okay, tell me about your first journey. Okay, you're heading off to your assignment. You've got your two suitcases each, or is it one? Oh, we had two each. We had each had a knapsack and a computer bag and... Uh, I think we had each had an extra bag. Yeah. I think we had at least three bags each. And what did you bring with you? Just your personal things? Um, computer, of course. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we had to stock up on all of the uh, technology to go with that. Um, uh, extension cords and shock uh, protectors and of course the right kind of plugs to go into their electrical system here um, clothes a bare minimum of clothes and uh, what else I bought did we uh, I bought four changes of clothing four shirts four pairs of pants um, and we bought a lot of uh, we brought a lot of medications with us mm -hmm. pharmaceuticals over the counter things that we thought we wouldn't be able to get which you can't get where we live in Kabaya. so off you were on did you go by bus yes after we had uh, a week's in-country training in Dar and then we had five days Kiswahili lessons in Morogoro and we then we headed off by bus to Kabaya. It was quite an adventure. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> well, of course, uh, um, the bus ride uh, was incredibly long. The bus ride was probably 10 hours. The bus was extremely overcrowded. We stood up in the aisle for 10 hours. The bus was so crowded that I couldn't bend over to reach the bottle of water that it was on the floor of the bus. Um, so it was, uh, it was, it was quite the experience. But you know, we had a positive attitude yes. about about. Uh, 
going to our placement. And so we just looked at it as part of the adventure <laughs> rather than a hardship. So when you got closer to your, to your village, what did you see? Well, all of the villages look the same. Uh, it's a, you know, this is two and a half hours off on a dirt road. And uh, there are some brick buildings, uh, some mud huts, um, you know, with metal roofs or with uh, a thatch roof, and um, usually a, f a few shops and uh, some animals running around, a lot of people standing around or sitting around. They kind of all look the same. But we did know Kabaya is a little bit larger than most of the other villages in a long way. So you spotted your house, how did you know it was your house? <laughs> well, the, uh, there's one other VSO volunteer um, in uh, Kibaya, and she was waiting at the bus stop for us. So when we looked out of the window, uh, we saw her and we knew we were there. And her name she is? Her name is Tessa. Tessa. Okay. And she has been there now for six months. She's a, a, a mathematics uh, teacher in service trainer. Oh, and both of you are doing what there? We are um, in, uh, teaching teachers of English. Uh, the, the purpose is to improve their English skills and to uh, try to improve methodology, which is quite basic. Um, and so um, we're doing our best. Um, and uh, you're, so are you having workshops, or what are you, how are you teaching? Uh, we have workshops, and the teachers come to the workshops, and um, after Christmas, we're going to start to take uh, motorcycles to visit uh, to visit the local schools and to help the teachers um, lesson plan uh, within their individual schools. And how are you settling into your house? Well, um, our house wasn't ready when we arrived. Uh, renovations have been going on. Uh, it, it had been empty for a while, so the house was completely stripped of electrical wires and plumbing. And renovations have been going on, but they're quite slow. And we're hoping to be in our house next week when we return to the village. It's supposed to be ready, and the furniture that VSO had in storage is supposed to be moved in. Oh, okay, so it's been quite some time. Yeah, it's been about two months. Yes, and we've been living uh, with Tessa, and she's a very gracious uh, hostess and it seems like um, it seems like it would be a major inconvenience not to have uh, not to be settled in for two months but um, once again it's it's this is this is a question it's all a question of attitude and I think um, one of the things we've discovered is that a QSO placement is not really a job, it's it's more of a journey and you have to accept this going in and uh, and enjoy it. And I was just going to ask what's your biggest lesson learned so far and I think you've just told me that. It's a, it's a journey. Mm -hmm. The people, um, 
it's interesting. We, we really feel like we're becoming part of the community uh, because it, it's a small rural place, and of course, there are only three white people. Everybody knows who we are, and they kind of realize now that we've been there for two months that we're there to stay. So. Um, People will try to help us with our Kiswahili. They'll, you know, in the stationery shop, in the butcher shop, they'll greet us and then they'll ask us a question and they'll tell us the answer and expect us to repeat it. So that's kind of fun. Um, I don't think people who live in bigger cities have the same experience. Will you be having family come to visit you and people come to visit you? Uh, I think no. So. Uh, not None that we know of at this time. Um, the area where we are is not really a tourist destination. You were saying it's a nowhere on a tourist map? Uh, you can't find it in the Lonely Planet. <laughs> we looked. Or any other guidebook. I couldn't as far as find it comes. on Google Maps either. Uh, <laughs> well, I have to say on behalf of QSO International to thank you for your, for your positive attitude. Because that's, it takes that. And it is a journey. Yeah. And, uh, we like our placement and we're kind of looking forward to get back there. We couldn't have chosen a better couple, I think. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.